0: Out, listen up, everybody. What up? Gonna put it in the podcast. What's Sub. We talk, we laugh, we sing, we dance. We will do anything if you give us a chance. One we'll play, one time, it helps us out. All truth, no lies, no, it's never a doubt. If you like Ranstar that and honest opinions, we shoot from the hip and we we'll hit with precision. Give us one chance to play a
1: Pina Bros podcast.
0: Hello, can you can you hear me? Yep. Awesome. Yeah.
1: Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow, you got you sound really clear. Oh, uh, do I? Yeah, you sound like crystal, dude.
1: Well, I had, a a thing installed in my throat that allows, uh, I don't know, man. I can't, <laughs> could, I thought
0: you were going to go with like a Hellraiser route where you're like, uh, you know, like it's painful, but I'm super
1: clear now. So, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's painful, but, but it's also pleasurable. So but it's also, ple- <laughs> Ew, <I'm yeah>.
0: pleasurable. <laughs> well,
1: hopefully there's, uh, you know, this room now that I'm thinking about it might have some echo in here, but, mm-hmm. um, you know what? Whatever, that's okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, it was it was definitely uh, it definitely sounds queer. So you're good.
1: Okay. Um. So let's see. Um. Yeah, you ready to get into this? Hey, I'm I'm meta. Oh, <laughs> all right, cool. So I'll just start and you know introduce ourselves. Or whatever. Okay, go ahead. Um, so welcome to an episode, a new episode of Los Piña Bros. It's only me today, Alberto333, mm-hmm. with a special guest who we've had before, uh, Alex, or what do you call yourselves now nowadays?
0: I mean, what was it that uh, your daughter called me? Future Alex, right? Future Alex. Yeah, yep. so future Alex. I, I think I'm going to stick with that. It's just FK, oh. sounds cool. I'm going to
1: go with that. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. It's pretty good. Uh, so how have you been? I mean, we, we've we been texting each other here and there, uh, but haven't really spoken in who knows how long.
0: Yeah, no, uh, it's been a while. Uh, but yeah, I've been pretty good. I've uh, been playing a lot of Modern Warfare 2, the new Call of Duty came out, so I've been uh, busy grinding that for the release of Warzone 2, and then the new mode DMV, which is like a Tarkov for people who aren't good at Tarkov so I'm pretty excited for that because that was that's that's me I'm the target audience for that uh so yeah I've been doing that watching some shows uh watched new Hellraiser watched Cyberpunk
1: which I think we're going to talk about uh talk about today yeah that was going to be our topic uh yeah sorry to cut you off just oh no yeah real quick uh you know just wanted to do a like what we've been up to Mm -hmm. and and then just get into Cyberpunk um 2077 mainly the anime because that's what we both watched um but you know just going back a little bit you were saying you've been playing modern warfare 2 um you know i haven't really played one since probably modern warfare 2 back on the 360. <laughs> uh, so you know I, I watched the ign review for the campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they gave it kind of like a mediocre score. Yeah,
0: that's not
1: accurate. I don't know what oh. IGN was...
0: I don't know what they were on because uh, they gave this one a mediocre score, but they gave the last one, uh, Van- called to be Vanguard, or at least last year, a better score. This campaign's infinitely better. Uh, it just flows really well. It takes a lot of inspiration from Sicario. Uh, I felt like with a lot of like the cartel stuff going on and how cartels are terrorist organizations and really good. I thought it, was, I thought it read like a Tom Clancy novel, but apparently I didn't like that. And But I think OG COD players from the first trilogy, uh, such as yourself with Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3, you'll enjoy it because there's a lot of callbacks towards I won't spoil anything, but a lot of original characters appear in that in this new uh,
1: one they came out with. Okay, and, and uh... um, so that's campaign. Uh, and multiplayer, is that, like, is it still pretty much the same thing?
0: Uh, yeah, I heard, I think... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, it's, it's run and gun Call of Duty. Uh, the biggest thing is they fixed a feature called slide canceling. And I say fixed because <laughs> uh, in Modern Warfare 2019 and in Warzone, uh, and in Vanguard, it was actually an exploit, right? So if your character slides and you... So if you do, like, a... On Xbox, it's BBA, right? If you do the uh do that comp while you're sprinting, so BBA, you would cancel it and then you would jump and it'd make you would get around the map faster. And it's an exploit, so you would break uh, <laughs> okay. people's cameras and stuff. I didn't mind it; I liked it because it could, it it would lead to some really cool movement plays. But they f- they fixed it and they made they made it feel slower. But you could still outmove people and you could still outplay people. If people are still complaining about movement in this game. You're just bad at the game. Like accept that fact. You're bad. You're not going to get better. Uh, there's a really funny TikTok I'll just send you where it's like this forty-five year old man who's like shirtless, who's like, "I'm so sick of these bunny hopping, cracked out squirrels." <laughs> like, time for the OG cop player to take their cop take their game back. And I was like, <laughs> "There's a target audience, but I'm still completely dominating their lobbies and making them like yell at me in the- in Deathcom." So. It's a fun game though. Uh, multiplayer feels like it's pretty smooth. There's some bugs and stuff, but everyone's really excited for Warzone and DMD coming out and multiplayer is coming out with a ranked mode for the first time in Infinity War Call of Duty title. So everyone's really excited for that as well. So yeah, I, I if if you're a fan of Call of Duty, pick it up. If you're not, I'm sure Steam or uh, Xbox being Pass will have like a, a Call of Duty sale pretty soon. But I will say Uh, Microsoft did step in to be the big brother to us because Call of Duty, this thing where you buy the vault edition, you're supposed to get 10 XP tokens free. And so that's why I bought it. I was really excited. But then the really, really fine print, like super fine print, like Zoolander, a school for ants, fine print. (laughs) It said only if you purchase through Call of Duty store. And I purchased through Microsoft store, so I didn't get those XP tokens. Oh, yeah. So Microsoft stepped in with like that's not right. Like, please refund our players. So they ended up giving me free tokens. So I was pretty happy. But yeah, I, I enjoy it. I think you would like it. Uh, Obviously I know you usually wait a little bit to get games like that. So if you see it on sale, I would pick it up though. Okay. Yeah. I
1: mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping once the Activision deal goes through with box or Microsoft, uh, that they put some of these games on, on game pass, but from my understanding, maybe there's some contracts that Sony is trying to block that from happening, but i mean i i don't know
0: yeah um, i don't I don't know what Sony because they they're all about like they don't want Xbox to have any like better features they don't want like exclusivity deals but did you know that uh xbox or p s five players p s four players uh they actually have a twenty five percent Boost in their weapon XP than Xbox players and PC players, uh, and that's like something they advertise to the like PlayStation players get, and it was like exclusive. Yeah, it was like exclusive XP rates uh, to PlayStation products. I'm like, that's not right. Like, <laughs> so that's <laughs> a little bit annoying. And like, I know that 25% is still a lot, but like when you're grinding a gun and you want to make sure it's like maxed out for Warzone, it does make a difference. Like, it's I don't know. It's just a little bit frustrating that. PlayStation's whining about exclusivity and then they do this. So, don't appreciate yeah. it.
1: No, I mean I, you know, I am very against some of their practices and um, you know, but yeah, we can save that for another talk, but yeah, <laughs> I, I I mean, I agree like even if you're the slightest into a game like that, then you're going to care about that XP. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just to do that is kind of scummy. To the players um, I mean I, I think the other controversy right now is with the Harry Potter game oh not Harry Potter um, Hogwarts legacy or something like that uh, okay so on PlayStation they're getting an exclusive potion or something like that <laughs> and, but but they're also getting an exclusive mission in a potion store or something something like that mm. and you know that's a little upsetting that I think think xbox will never get that and you know yeah people will make the argument oh it's just a side mission it's just this or that and but then you think about it well if that content's been created and you're paying the same price why don't i get that yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i mean maybe subtract five dollars from my from my price because that's you know but whatever (laughs) <laughs> yeah no
0: I, I i agree last thing i'll say is like i do miss the days where it was like each console or system got their own like little like little free exclusive cosmetic thing that really didn't make a big difference like yeah. i remember i remember when dead space 2 came out the ps3 got their own skin and the xbox got their own skin they could have for isaac and it was yeah. like little stuff like that or remember i'm people probably don't do it anymore Everything's through the microsoft store and stuff but like do you remember like pre-ordering gears on like a GameStop versus like Walmart, you get like something different, you know. Like yeah. a, it was like that. Like that little stuff is fine. I think that is, it's no big deal. It's a little cosmetic thing, and encourage you to support whatever your local games, uh, GameStop or Walmart Target. But now it's like big content that could like twenty five percent more XP for people in Call of Duty. We call it uh, min max players, so people who really want to maximize everything and minimize any mistakes they can make. That's twenty five percent could be like, well, do I buy a PlayStation now because I can max out my weapons faster and get to Warzone yeah. quicker? Yeah, you know, so I I miss the days like where like it was just really small little stuff that really didn't make a big difference.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, same here. Um, you know, at least the the thing that I would like is if you pre order something, you get first access to an exclusive skin or some or first access to a skin that you could maybe later on get. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 6 months later
0: it, you can earn it like through yes. game normal players to do it you yeah. know thing.
1: Yeah. Um you know me I I'm coming from like Sega Genesis and Super Nintendo but like back then these games were just completely different from each mm-hmm. other. So that was understandable some of the games just had to be different mm-hmm. um but but now it's just like well both systems are capable of doing the same thing, so give me something you know if they did something like um you know like Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. the one on 360 got Kratos, uh, or the one on PS3 got Kratos. Okay. As an exclusive, and that makes sense because that's Sony, you mm-hmm. know, so they're yeah. gonna put him in there. Um, if, you know, Xbox had gotten Master Chief, I would be fine with that. Mm-hmm. But, but like, once you start doing, like, a third-party kind of thing, and it's not exclusive, it just gets really messy. I agree. Um, but um, what else? Uh, you said, oh, you watched the new Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said that was good, huh?
0: I liked it. Yeah, it was fun. It was actually a really entertaining, uh, like, moving to the Hellraiser, Hellraiser C, uh, series, and but at the same time, the Hellraiser series has been pretty garbage for a while. <laughs> so, like, the bar is really low. <laughs> the bar is super low. Uh, so, yeah, I, yeah. Now that I think of it, it was good, but, like, the bar is very low. Like, it is not something that you, like, they could have put, like, a 10-minute, a like, anime, and I'd be like, wow, this is good. Like, <laughs> But it was yeah. cool. It was, like, you get, you get some more like lore stuff. You get some more like, uh, you know, Lovecraftian like horror kind of thing and body horror. You know, it, it was cool. I, I definitely check it out. Uh, it's on Hulu. So if you got the subscription. Like, just, you know, feel free to watch it. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. And then it's, you know, Halloween was, uh, this past week. So it was fun, like, kind of enjoying a little spooky movie kind of thing. Uh, but overall it was good. I liked it. And then I watched, uh, the new all quiet and western front that came on netflix that's very good i encourage anyone to check that out it's a really good movie what, oh is that that's a uh, world war 1 or two? yeah world war 1 world war 1 okay. from the german perspective so it's a little bit of a switch uh, uh, okay. yeah they do offer a full dub though but i recommend just watching it in the subs just for more authenticity i would guess uh, but really really good very high quality great acting uh, depressing i will say but also a very, very good movie, so it's yeah. worth it. Yeah, it's, it's worth not, it. Okay. Yeah. What about you? What have you been watching or playing or reading?
1: Um, let's see. Uh, yesterday, I actually watched Clerks three, mm. um, and uh, <laughs> you know, i I saw part two a long time ago. Uh, I had never seen the first one, um, and I I enjoyed part two. Okay, you know, I, I enjoy these characters. I used to watch the Clerks cartoon when it was on for like two days. Uh, <laughs> it got canceled um, so quick. I forgot yeah. about that. It, 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 was, it was funny. It was good. But um, then, you know, like I said, I like the characters. Um, and I like Kevin Smith. And yesterday, I actually had some time to kill because Katrina had to go somewhere. So I drove to Pilsen, dropped her off somewhere. Mm-hmm. And I was waiting at my brother's house Um and so I was <laughs> I had two coronas and I put on clerks three. Sounds and, like a great Saturday to me. <laughs> yeah. You know, it it, it was good. Mm-hmm. So I had I had a nice buzz going and I was like, you know what, I'm enjoying this. Uh it's probably it feels I don't know what the word is, like maybe amateurish. Mm-hmm. Um like it kind of feels like not as high production value as the second one. Okay. Uh, but I will say it's a good movie. Um, and and it, it was emotional. Um, and, I mean, I won't spoil anything. Um, if you're a fan of the series at all, for sure, watch it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it, again, the characters make it. I, I love those characters. Um, what else? Playing games. I've been playing... I finished Cyberpunk, finally. Okay. Um, and I started A Plague Tale. I don't know if you've heard of that or that seen that. That sounds very familiar. What's that? Yeah, so this is the second one, um, and it just came out. It's A Plague Tale Requiem. Okay. The first one was uh, Innocence, I think. But I remember trying the first one, and I'm like, I don't have the patience for this. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, <it's... laughs> so, it, you know, I'll say... It's a beautiful looking game. Mm -hmm. You know, they really try to get like photorealistic with everything, you know, and and they do nail it. Mm -hmm. Um, But the the issue that I have with that then is sometimes the animation is not there. Okay, uh, because the voice acting is great, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, you know, they're like, oh, my gosh, like we have to do this and we have to do that. And then their faces are like deadpan you know <laughs> so so that's the issue you run into when you try to do like realistic graphics but um anyway so the first one i got like 10 minutes into it and it was some stealth mechanics and i'm like dude i do not want to do this um <laughs> so yeah so i stopped i stopped playing it um but the second one came out recently And I had just subscribed to Game Pass. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to try it. Maybe they change the gameplay a little bit. And um, I'm on probably the seventh chapter. Okay. But, okay. So I'll say this. Graphics are still pretty great. Mm -hmm. Um, The music, beautiful. Great. The voice acting, great. Again, I like the characters. They're they're all cool. Mm -hmm. But the gameplay just, I feel like suffers. It, it's just uh, kind of mid. It, I, yeah. I mean, it, it's, <laughs> I feel like a lot of games nowadays try to do this where it's like pump all the money into graphics, but gameplay is still like something you would find on PlayStation one or PlayStation two um, mm-hmm. because it's still just like, here's some stealth mechanics and, and you can't really like, do and do much with that, you know, like mm-hmm. she she's just, I don't know, like a teenager girl that that the player plays, and um it's just like she can't do much in the beginning because she's fighting soldiers. so she had you have to play it stealth, okay um, So I can say any part with the soldiers sucks, but <laughs> <laughs> but the parts with the rats, those are more like puzzle types, and you had mm-hmm. to figure out how am i going to avoid the, the rats have like they'll eat you up if okay. you walk into them so totally. you have to figure out how to maneuver the environment uh, around them and i enjoyed that gameplay um but i'll finish it see where it goes um you know I, my younger brother alex uh he really liked the first one and i had no idea that this um uh, i don't think it's a spoiler because I guess the first one ended like that, or mm-hmm. whatever. But it's realistic; like it takes, it's like fictionalized uh, nonfiction. <laughs> okay, um, and um, but there there are some hints of like a supernatural element. Um, and I find that really interesting when games do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you ever played Rise. It was like one of the launch nice. games on xbox One.
0: Oh, uh the roman one that one
1: was yes. awesome but the connect
0: yes. it had the connect uh, uh
1: stuff <laughs> with it yes yeah, yeah when i thought the
0: connect was the future of gaming but <laughs> i'm not yeah. gonna speak on that again uh but no rise was cool because it was like it was like for historical fiction nerds it was like a super i loved it because i love roman history i love ancient history and seeing like rome front and center but like a hyper stylized version of it was yes. so cool to me
1: yeah and and i don't I don't know if you ever finished it, but um you know it was very grounded uh but then there were hints that like maybe the gods were guiding the main character, and mm-hmm. you know there were hints of like maybe there's something more to this, you know yeah um so yeah that's that's kind of how a plague tale is, but um, yeah, I've been watching some movies here and there, I started watching the behind the scenes for. Um, it or it's like a documentary on the original miniseries. Um, okay, cool. And man, it's it's great. Um, it's what's that one on? I, I bought it. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, it's cheap. It's like two dollars to rent, but I ended oh, up okay. buying it. It was like five bucks or something. But okay, um, gotcha. You know, I love. I loved that miniseries. It still gives me the creeps. Um, I think it's way better than. The new version that came out, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I haven't finished it yet. It's it's like two hours and a half, which is crazy. Um, okay, so I'm so like an that's hour a that's a big documentary,
0: two hours and a half. It's a you could probably watch it in parts and be okay with it. Yeah, yeah,
1: for sure. Um, but I think uh, we'll maybe take a break right here and okay. and we'll be right back. All right, go ahead. All right, stay with us. Hello, and we're back from break. Uh, Hope you had a nice break. And um, I guess we're just going to get right into the main subject, uh, Cyberpunk. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, damn. Uh, I finally finished it after all (laughs) this time. I mean, when did it come out?
0: Um, Oh, I think a little bit uh, early. No, late September, I think. Late September, early October, I think it came out. Uh, (laughs) So it's been a while. I, I only... I only watched it like I think a week and a half ahead of you, so like we were pretty neck and neck on being behind. Uh, but I just was love seeing I love seeing all the buzz that it was creating uh, and people playing the game because I, I liked the game. I thought it was fun, but like it didn't. It's I don't know. about, I think the launch was super rough. Obviously, we know that. Uh, but I think they really polished it up to the game, really playable at the moment. I enjoyed it. But I feel like I never got that fair shake from a lot of players. Everyone's like, oh, isn't that game like completely busted? So I saw the <laughs> anime come out, and then I was like, it all, created all that buzz. And both forms of entertainment are awesome. And if it gives people into the game, I'm all for it. If it gives the people in the game into anime, I'm all for it too. So it's a win-win, to be honest. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I watched a dub version,
1: and I thought it was super well done. Okay, well, just you know, rewinding just a bit, um, you know, that's why I invited you to talk about it because it's interesting, it's an anime and then it's an adaptation of a video game, yeah. Um, and what's what's funny is though, is that uh, you know, Cyberpunk is based, I think, on an old pen and paper uh game. So you know it's interesting. All these years later, that finally, like this world is getting big. Mm-hmm. You know, it they're just creating a, a really strong franchise out of this. Um, but you know, just I I really don't like doing this because I always <laughs> tell my brother, uh, like just just forget it, don't do it. Um, but just real quick, would you mind s- summarizing what? cyberpunk 2077 is all about like just just in general i guess uh what the world is the
0: game or the the anime
1: uh i mean same thing. A little.
0: oh yeah like, okay so cyberpunk is uh like i would say it's akin to blade runner is the closest one obviously i take a lot of heavy inspiration from it or vice versa i don't know which one came first because you're saying a pen and paper game which i imagine yeah. was like an old school 80s pen and paper but it's that cyberpunk aesthetic where it's like uh our world has completely been overrun by like urban uh, urban expansion, capitalist expansion. So, tons of like capitalism to the extreme. Corporations really rule the nations and stuff like that. Earth is not no longer a desirable place to be. Everyone wants to go off world where the air is cleaner, the food's better. And on Earth is this amalgamation of like human uh, cybernetics. So, stuff with like, you know, uh, robotic arms, robotic limbs, enhanced eyeballs, like, all this stuff that, like, makes the human body faster, stronger. But with that comes a cost of, like, your sanity. Like I said, corporations run everything, but also, uh, like, everything's amped up by, like, 11, capitalistic speaking. Like, an ambulance will come, and if they see you don't have the right insurance plan, they'll just leave you for dead and let, like, the lesser ambulance (laughs) come and get you. Like, everything is, like, a nightmare version of what it currently is, which is kind of like a Orwellian, like forego like you know being care like hey this could happen kind of thing you know so for sure. i like it uh in that aspect and i think it's a really cool beautiful world in just like the ambiance of it it's it's like realistic when the fact that like this is what technology could lead to this is what mankind could evolve to type deal for me and there's a whole bunch it kind of just throws you in a world and it skips like a good solid like 200 to 500 years into the future so you don't know like what how it got to this point all you know it's at this point which is the coolest part to me because there's so much to guess yeah but yeah so that's the cyberpunk in a nutshell to me it's basically blade runner with a few tweaks uh with a lot of inspirations and vice versa but yeah a lot of the same similar themes uh i really enjoy it i would just say the biggest thing the difference is to me and this isn't sound funny is the lighting because cyberpunk feels so bright and colorful and poppy, even the yep. video game to me, and cyberpunk is very dull in lots of blues and dark and, like, orange uh, Blade, Blade views. Blade Runner, you meant. Yeah, Blade Runner. Sorry, what did I say? Yeah. Cyberpunk. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, Blade Runner yeah. is that. Cyberpunk is very poppy, like, Los Angeles. Like, I think, it, I think, wait, it does take place in uh, Los Angeles, or, like, the future version, Santa Domingo,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, I, yeah, it just, like, I, I can see that. It's almost like uh, if someone were to create their cinematic version of Night City in Cyberpunk, it would be Blade Runner.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like, yeah. Uh, whereas Blade Runner feels heavily like someone's vision of something, uh, Cyberpunk feels like, well, this is the real world, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you were talking about the game. Uh, did you ever finish it or no? I have not
0: finished it. I'm about like a quarter way through. I've been taking my time with it. The anime actually got me back into it. I bought it on an initial launch and that's when everything, and I had the time, I still had an Xbox One, so you can imagine how it went (laughs) for me at least. (laughs) It
1: was Uh,
0: chugging along. It was chugging along. My Xbox felt like I could cook an egg on it and it was going to take off like a jet. (laughs) So it was not doing well. The game was busted. Uh, I ended up just shelving it just for i knew it's because i was pushing my my console to the max yeah you know, it wasn't optimized i get it uh so i was like i'm just gonna come back to it and then when the anime came out i got back into the game so i'm about a quarter way through uh the story's okay i don't mind it i think the biggest thing for me is just being in the world and getting to play in the world and having that like that gta feel that like i can go and do what i want kind of thing like, i'm not like it's not, like a rigid storyline like modern warfare 2 where it's like a shoot on rails or something like that this feels like i kind of make my more of a borderlands i guess a feel for me at least it feels like borderlands in different setting.
1: yeah yeah
0: um
1: yeah i agree i mean i you know i i don't want to get into the game too much because i <laughs> um you know there's this whole thing and you know you haven't finished it yet but just some quick thoughts are it's fun um it is playable i never had an issue with it really um like crashing too much maybe i had two crashes at most but you know i played that game for a long time um and it is fun i like the characters the the main story missions i think are the best Mm -hmm. um but the game is not what they advertised and it's definitely <laughs> like, you know, it, it's definitely like a step down from, from The Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can see them like knocking it out of the park for Cyberpunk 2. Um, you know, this is a, a, a big like stepping stone, I think. Like, I I think they already said they're working on Cyberpunk. So, so like, this is the foundation they already know what to do and the next one's going to be better hopefully fingers <laughs> crossed crazy. yeah um but yeah i mean i want to get back into the anime um yeah i finished it uh it was it was good it was solid all around um and i mean i i don't even know what else to, oh i was this, a little, this... i was a little nervous
0: cuz i remember you're like i know it's had the anime tropes <laughs> in them a couple times where they don't yeah. like they so like a standstill scene they had dialogue over it and you're like why are they doing this like yes i'm like yeah. oh i was nervous like oh he's gonna hate this <laughs> i was like you know, i got really scared <laughs> so i was really happy when you said you enjoyed it i was like oh thank god he like gave it a fair shot
1: <laughs> yeah so like that's one of the things that for sure i i don't like that they do mm-hmm. um and you know i i i kind of get it or at least no it's not that i don't get it it's um i forgive them for that mm-hmm. only because in the real like high stakes scenes and the action they animate the hell yes out of all of that stuff <laughs> um and it's like mad like like i told you i'm, I'm an animation snob so mm-hmm. i i loved that animation everything looked so stylized but it fit perfectly. And it's just great, great art. Yeah. Um, and and I'm like, okay, I understand now why. Yeah, <laughs> so least, I was like, give, give them. them give
0: them because they, they, they get a budget. And they're like, you can use this much money in each scene. And like, okay, we're going to cut out some of these smaller ones. And then use all that money to make this super awesome action sequence. Like. Yeah. the oh, the the world felt so stylized and awesome, and the crazy part is is when you think of it thematically and like story wise, and the content it it's super dark like it's a very mature story it's super violent. Uh, but the way they animate it doesn't feel that way to me. It felt like (laughs) people are getting like ripped in half or their eyeballs popping out of their head, and I'm like, Yeah, it looks beautiful though. I
1: was like, This looks gorgeous. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I really, you know, and and I don't know if this is something I should be ashamed of, but you know, like, I love gore, or at least when they, when they do that and like i'm not saying gore in real life like like no 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 <laughs> but like you know if it makes sense within that universe like then 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 do it you know uh, mm-hmm. like you you play a game like halo 3 and for some reason that's rated m for mature because they show blood uh but you know you shoot a guy in the helmet and he just ah you know but a little grunt's like, going like
0: oh no They die. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But like, you know, you play Gears of War and you shoot someone that they blow up. Yeah. And you know, it and it's all part of the fun, you know, it's kind of funny too, whatever. But but I like that they show that in here because it's like, dude, the world is definitely messed up. And like you were saying earlier, if you're on your last leg, you're bleeding out, your limbs are missing, if you don't have the right insurance. (laughs) <laughs> nobody cares you know yeah. what i mean um i mean they were even giving the main character i think some uh some guff because he's like do you have insurance if not then we're just going to cremate your mom or or something yeah, or like I, that i think they were like oh we could have saved her but she actually doesn't
0: have the right insurance plan she doesn't <laughs> have the pl- it was the platinum the platinum. Yeah. package she's not platinum package so we yeah. so we just like decided to let her die and I was like yeah. this is terrible like yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is a the worst world ever to be in and then like yeah just everyone going crazy when they go oh, what do they call it a chrome crazy or something oh yeah cyber psycho like yeah I think the the world is like like I said it's so incredibly violent but it looked gorgeous at every single point like it was just like wow like everything was I, know, I, I like, I the, like even the romance scene where he is on the moon doing the whole dream sequence, yeah, uh, of a virtual reality thing. Like, that was beautiful. The soundtrack, too, I will say, was awesome. The soundtrack yes. was great.
1: The the music, I mean, what Akira Yamaoka, yeah, Yamaoka, uh, from Silent Hill fame, uh, yeah, dude. I mean, the music is so catchy and it fits that world perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, just because you were talking about it real quick you said the world is so gorgeous and stuff this is something that i had text you about um the amount or attention to detail in the show blew me away um only because you know playing the video game for so long Mm -hmm. you, you know you see these streets you see these locations many times um so in the show i was like hey that's that place that's that place. So that's, that's on the map right there. That's where you do this. You do that. Even there's one scene, I think towards the end where they're uh, in a car chase and they're trying to drive away from uh, Militech. I think it is. Yeah. And they're driving away and they're like, we have to get into the city. Um, there is a, just a quick shot of like an expressway that leads into the city or something. And, and i'm like dude that is like exactly from the game mm-hmm. it it's that same area you know um and the fact that they took that they actually did that instead of being like well whatever just you know make, make a it, highway look, yeah yeah no it it is that highway like wow you know even uh some of the characters come out um and it's just i i loved that um so so yeah, there was that. There was the music. Um, the story you... was decent too. Okay, of the story. I yeah, yeah. The the um, story was actually decent. I because
0: when the, when I first read about the series and I first saw a trailer, I immediately thought of like, oh, this is uh, a show to sell the game. Kind of like how the yeah. transform the Transformers movies are made to sell toys. Like they're not really made for plot anymore. They're made to get. <laughs> Eight year old boys, eight year old boys, and you know, seven year old boys, whatever, they excited about the movie to go and ask for Christmas presents around those toys. Like, that's it, they're, they're merchandise, yeah, merchandise. The GI Joe movies are the same thing. Like, so I'm like, oh, they're doing this for the anime, or, or this is for uh, the to sell a toy, just like Bionicle, you know, like whatever. <laughs> I'm not gonna take it seriously, but I'm like, watch well, it, I'm like, no, no, this is actually a good series, like, this is. Yeah, Like, uh, I watched it with my girlfriend, and she, like, enjoyed it. And, like, was like, wow, that was good. Like, you know, like, I don't have to worry. Like, I didn't, she's like, I didn't feel like, I, there was no moments where it was like, I wish we knew what to go on this mission. Like, hmm. And it was like, by playing the game, unlock this scene. Like, I, yeah. I didn't want any of that. <laughs> it was a really easy story to follow. It wasn't super complex, but it was easy to follow. You follow, I heard, what, the main, the main character? Or David, David. No, David. David's the main character. Uh, he, he's just like a down-on-his-luck kid with his mom struggling. He gets kind of like adopted into a cyberpunk gang. Yeah. Uh, you know, works his way up, like deals with the corporations. And it's just an easy-to-follow story that incorporates uh, love, tragedy, comedy, like yeah, classic, classic story beats that really hit the heart. And, and it's also a standalone, like no spoilers or anything, but standalone where if they don't make another season... Or they don't follow the main characters. I'm okay with it. Yeah, and it, yeah. it wrapped up very nicely.
1: Yeah, I mean that. You know, you saying that um, since I beat the game, I want to say that the the Netflix show is almost better than the game. Okay, um, it's just like I, when whenever I was watching it, I was like, "Geez, they could have done this in the game. They <laughs> done that in the game. Okay. Like some of the stuff because." I think you know once he gets in, inducted into that cyberpunk gang, mm-hmm. um, he's like, you know, the big guy. I'm forgetting his name, but with the massive like arms, he's like, yeah, you got to work your way up to my chrome. Mm-hmm. And you know, here, here's some money. You don't yeah. get a lot, but you know, you can buy yourself a nice gun, maybe, or this, mm-hmm. this, or that. And in the game, it's it's not like that at all. I kind of wish it was just it was done better mechanically it's just so yeah that really surprised me like wow this this is a well put together story um there's not a lot of exposition it's kind of like here's just enough that you understand what's going on Mm -hmm. um and then just go with it um and i think both of us had agreed like that that main dude the leader of that gang um it was really interesting how they got into some of his backstory, um, um, just to show him he was a thin dude that was in shape, but then he started losing it uh, to that cyber psychosis. Yeah, and, um, you know it, it's funny because the guy that created Cyberpunk, uh, Mike Pondsmith, I think his name is, and mm-hmm. it, he's actually on Reddit quite a oh, bit. okay. Um, but but he was he gave his own take on it and. Hopefully, I don't mess this up, but I think he, he was saying more like people that are prone to cyberpsychosis already have issues with themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something in their life that has gone wrong, um, whether it's background or like mental anguish, something. Um, and that's why some people are more prone to it than others. Um, and that he had made a, a, a really cool uh comment like that's why in in the video game, you don't really get cyber psychosis because you have Johnny or Keanu Reeves inside him mm-hmm. inside the main character who he was saying he's already a jo- uh, a, a real crazy guy. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> he, <laughs> I guess that that affects his psyche, the mm-hmm. main character V's psyche, so that it's almost like, you can't go crazy because you already are, okay, but I thought that was really interesting, um and I think that's why David in the Netflix adaptation he he starts leaning that way because a lot of stuff has gone wrong, mm-hmm. but they're able to bring it bring him back a little bit from that, yeah,
0: like know? he goes full circle kind of thing in distance, yeah, yeah, it doesn't have like that. That like, you know, moment where it's pure insanity. He has moments of it, but like nothing to where like he's no the point of no return yes. kind of thing. Uh yeah, no, it was a gift wrap little story that I really enjoyed. There was no like hokey, uh I know I harp on Transformers a lot, but I just think about <laughs> the one part in Transformers 2, where it has Megatron literally on like a mountain, and he's like, Till next time, Prime when I return. <laughs> and I'm like, you might as well put like Coming soon, June twenty second <laughs> of next year. Like, don't forget audiences. Like, yeah, like, like yeah. pre-order today. <laughs> yeah, that's where. That's where. Like, I was like, I didn't feel like there was any part where it's like, oh, like, uh, like, I thought for sure they're gonna have a part where they meet the main character from the game or something. Yeah, and then it would be like what's your story i'd be like hmm, i'll have to do some research on him and it was like <laughs> we order now like or something like yeah. i thought for sure it's gonna have that but no it was a nice story that was like they could end it here and it would be fine or they can do an anthology or pick up where they left off with another like offshoot or something or even yeah. do like i don't know how much the game touches on it but like the corporations war between militech and the other company like that whole Not war. Uh-huh. Yeah, th- th- there's a whole war between mega corporations that happens. Mm-hmm. Where, what's his name? Adam Savage, I think, is his name, right? Uh,
1: a- Adam Smasher.
0: Adam Smasher. Adam Savage is the Mythbusters guy, I think, right? Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. Uh, yeah, he, comes. <laughs> yeah he comes out. It's a crazy <laughs> twist. Uh, they do a Mythbust of Can You Go Cyber uh, <laughs> No, Adam Smasher comes out, and it was like, oh, he was the hero of the Fourth Corporation's war, and like, he has all these kills racked up and stuff. And I'm like, man, a series about that war would be awesome. Like, yeah. Yeah. So there's so much in that world that you could do that like how the world gets there, how it could turn out. There's the off-world colonies, I think. There's yeah. the moon. The only thing about the moon that was kind of let down to me was like it's like six flags. And I, <laughs> I, like, I don't know. I thought like, oh, I thought it was gonna be, like more colony. Like, cause I don't know, I correct mean, me if I'm wrong. Are there more colonies than the moon,
1: or is that it? I, I don't know. Um, okay. But I I can... I mean, I'm just guessing, but that was only one part. They didn't show you the the whole moon. Okay, so I, gotcha. I, I'm not really sure. I imagine, again, if, if corporations are a huge thing, I'm sure there's more to it than we're seeing. Okay. Um, they probably have, like, hotels. They probably have headquarters stationed there. You know, it's mm-hmm. probably a whole thing. I mean, there's just that world is so rich um, and they can, they can do a lot. Yes. Um, and I, I would not be upset if they did, like you said, another series like set in a different time period. Um, if the animation matches this, then I'm all for it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> That's the biggest thing. Yeah. The, if the story and the animation are the same. I'll watch it for sure. Because the also they didn't, they use some 3D, but not enough to where I was like, "That looks disgusting." Please don't do that again. Like it was like <laughs> yeah, yeah. they use it sparingly where they had to, and then they made up for in just like gorgeously hand-drawn scenes or digitally drawn. Like it was really, like I said the animation was awesome, the story was great. Uh, it was a it was a welcome surprise when it came to like it being good, and I yeah. hope this I hope this inspires other games too to be like. Wow, look at how I many people are buying Cyberpunk or getting back into it because of this anime series. Like, yeah, I don't
1: know a Gears of War anime, something to help. <laughs> because... I mean, like they, they can. That's the thing. Like, um, you know, I, I'm a huge fan of Resident Evil, mm-hmm. um, and and it just sucks. Like, we've had some crap adaptations of that. <laughs> And, you know, there, there was a point where where I hated the original film series. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, looking back, I really enjoy them now because they, they at least had a good time. Yeah. Um, and and then, you know, they were coming out with this new adaptation. And I was like, okay, maybe they're going to get it right. <laughs> and, and like, you know, it'll still be fun, but it'll be more, like, resembling the game. and And I don't know what happened because the guy was like, you know i love the series and i grew up with this, so i've been trying to keep it more line in line with the game as opposed to the other films mm-hmm. and i was like okay whoa like this guy likes it and and it turned out sh- <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> it turned out really bad turned and out then terrible. netflix netflix did their own adaptation and that was even worse um so <laughs> you know i i just i would like an adaptation done right. Um, but but yeah, oh, th- I was going to bring this up because I wasn't going to watch the series. Um, so I was just looking up certain things of it and all over Reddit, I guess the, they were doing like a stream and uh, the people from CD Projekt Red mm-hmm. um, and they were like, I guess they had told the anime studio, we don't want the, the lolly in it. And they're like, no, we're, we're putting, she's staying, you know, <laughs> like they were so adamant about keeping her in. And, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, these, and, and th- that was the thing, you know, I'm very tired of that, those kinds of tropes. Like, mm-hmm. So I was like, man, I'm sure it's, it's crap, but um, watching it, you know what, that Lolly character, I'm forgetting her name, but uh, she didn't get in the way, like I thought she was going to. Um, and they don't make a big. She is sexualized like all the women in there, Mm -hmm. um, but it's not overdone, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, So I I don't know. I think everyone, everyone in the show is, I feel like, was sexualized though. I will say it was evenly. Even though I don't like it, I felt I felt like it was evenly sexualized because when David has his his like glow up when that time skip (laughs) happened.
1: Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah. this is David. <laughs> he is
0: like a 12, he looks like a Giga Chad. Like, he,
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: he looks like Giga Chad. He has like <laughs> perfect pectorals, perfect abs, and he's like, hmm, this is me now. And I'm like, whoa, David. I was like, because <laughs> David was kind of like a Blake Slate for you to kind of like, oh wow, he's just like a scrappy kid from Brooklyn. Like, you know, like yeah. it's like that type of vibe. But I'm like, never mind, he's Giga Chad now. Like, he's completely unobtainable. Yeah, and then the main girl that his love interest is like this gorgeous goddess lady, and like everyone, is kind of like that. But I thought that Lolly, ca- you're referring to the the little she she looks like a little girl, right? And then she's actually right. older. Okay, yeah, she actually wasn't as bad as I thought she was gonna be. To be honest, like I felt That's, like yep. she mm-hmm. uh she starts off like Viking David. And then I could tell she likes him more than a friend, but those feelings aren't reciprocative. So that then she just becomes like his best friend and his like center almost. And I thought she was actually done really well, especially her relationship with her brother and stuff. And I don't know. I actually liked her a lot. I enjoyed her and I didn't think I would though. I thought for sure she'd be like the annoying wisecracking trope. Cause she had some cringy moments a little bit sometimes. Yes. Like, where she's like, I love guns, and I'm like, okay, I, I get it. You're a little girl, and like, it's funny that you like guns. I get it. Yeah. But but she also had some moments where she was really down to earth with David and like really try to bring him back and center him. Yeah. And then the ending with her character, I was like, whoa, okay, like, yeah. <laughs> so dude, <that's... laughs>
1: I did not expect that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So they really bring it full circle, and I really enjoyed her, and I felt like it it felt anime without feeling too anime, if that makes sense. Like, yes, it yeah. felt like the right amount of people, like, it, it was it was anime enough for me to be like, yeah, watch this show, I think you'll like it, like, this is what anime can offer, but I felt confident in being like, I wasn't watching like, oh god, Albert would hate this part because it has <laughs> like, like this you know, this dorky weird musical or like too many lolly characters, or whatever, so yeah, I really liked it in that aspect and I thought she was a she was a a fine addition and she didn't feel overbearing so i'm happy to capture it right
1: cool yeah i mean that's you know just going back to what you had said i think everyone was sexualized um and you know i think that's just that world as well Um, yes yeah because sex is
0: like sold everywhere like as a it's like uh was it there's that weird machine that the the mechanic has <laughs> the, like the virtual vr thing that like
1: <laughs> yeah yeah like VGs. it's
0: yeah everything is so dehumanized in that yeah. world where everything's a market like so it makes sense that like that would be a big part of the world to sell you know
1: right yeah i mean in the game uh like uh, whoever's played the game there are so many advertisements everywhere uh for sex or anything related to sex i mean that off the top of my head, I, I can see there's one advertisement of a of a girl with three mouths and it says like her one goal or her three goals are desire or something like that. And mm-hmm. um there's another thing called uh Guard, And <laughs> you know, it, it's I think it's a play on their uh, Witcher series, because there's a place oh, called I, I
0: didn't even put that together. That was a great <laughs> but, nod. Okay, yeah <laughs> right. so, awesome. I mean,
1: I haven't looked it up to confirm, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty like
0: sure. It. That's that's um, funny, though. I didn't and, think about that. Yeah, I
1: mean, what was the other one? uh Tales of a Watson Whore, <laughs> or something like that. And, <laughs> and it's like the most popular TV series playing at that time. so mm-hmm. And then you see all these people dressing however, and uh, body modifications to do this or that so yeah i think it fits that world it's not overdone or at least it, it fits yeah it, it fits perfectly in that yeah
0: world. if it yeah it doesn't feel overbearing it doesn't feel out of place it's not like how you watch a medieval fantasy and everyone has perfect teeth and everyone's gorgeous where i'm like <laughs> no you'd have cavities and you would probably be like you haven't taken a bath in like three years because it says, <laughs> because it says the Bible like outlaws it in your world or something like yeah this yeah. world it makes sense why everyone looks the way they do because like you said like cyber modifications are kind of like the go to to fix your insecurities like oh you want bigger arms get bigger arms with like Robert, uh, cybernetics you want like uh, a mega giga chin get a cybernetic for like a metal jaw like everything is <laughs> built to where you can. You can buy your buy your way of insecurities. You don't have to worry about like looking the way that you would want to. You know, so it makes sense. It fits the world really well. Yeah.
1: Well, um, I think we've covered it pretty nicely. Um, So yeah, I don't. I mean this this show. It's only what ten episodes. It's a recommend. uh, Definitely, if you've played the game, if you're at all interested in the world, it adds to it. It complements it. it. Um, it's done really well. If you're a fan of anime, for sure, I think it, it's a great entry into anime. It's a great addition to anime. Um, and what would you say? For sure, watch? or I give it a for sure watch, definitely. I think if you like the
0: game and you like cyberpunk and if you like even the cyberpunk genre, like you know Blade Runner, Ghost in the Shell, stuff like that, give it a watch. If you like anime just in general, give it a watch because it's just a well done uh, futuristic anime that you would enjoy. So I think it's it's something something's there for all audiences and a lot of people have Netflix right now uh, so go ahead and go give it a watch. Ten episodes, you don't have to commit. There's like no filler.
1: Just sit back, enjoy, and have a good time. Cool. Alright. Um, well, I'm excited to see what's next for that world um, and I want to thank you for joining me. Uh, thank you for being my co-host. Or, <laughs> uh, I mean, we'll have to see when we can do another episode all together. Yeah, for sure. It definitely. Fun. Um, it's always great to have a guest come out because, you know, it, the dynamic changes. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, uh, we'll see what's next. Uh, I saw Black Adam. I don't know if you're going to watch it or you've seen it, but uh we'll talk about more things later so thank you for joining yeah thank you for having me appreciate it have a good one all right i'll t- talk to you later then and thank you for every thank you everyone who listened or is listening especially our fans in germany because for some reason we have like a five percent <laughs> listeners over there so i don't know what's the german word guten tag
0: guten- you? you can say guten tag yeah say guten tag okay. or because
1: Zoom tight. There you go. <laughs> Boom. Done. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll see you, everyone, later. Thank you. All right. See you.